Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaa. Five minutes after eleven Central African time. It's a beautiful, mashallah. Uh, Wednesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatta is the name. And of course, our beloved senior, respected, honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah. He's with me this morning. And of course, our beloved engineer, brother Tobella, he will be with us from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. I firstly want to welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And I want to welcome our beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah. Well, Jama'a. Remember our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners plus 2784-786-3132. Ustad, welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. Before we go for our first question, Ustad, is a listener, sister wants to know how do they get your program of last week's tour in Turban? It's not in the internet or the system, Ustad. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 8th of Sha'aban, 1444. Before I respond to that question, let me just announce a few things because people keep on asking the same question. Number one is this, that remember fasting is to next week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So that is the 13th, 14th, and 15th. So the Sunnah days to fast are next week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Next one is the big night, auspicious night, 15th night of Shaban is on Tuesday night. So these are the two things that you should remember. For some reason or the other, if you cannot fast for three days and you fast for two days or you fast for one day, so that also is permissible. So the one day you fast will be a week today, Wednesday next week. So that will be the 15th. Regarding the program of last week, so any program of ours you want, so just send me a WhatsApp zero seven one triple eight one one eight four zero seven one triple eight one one eight four and inshallah then we will send it to you the podcast inshallah. And you can visit our websites also, then inshallah you will find it somewhere there. Mufti, M-U-F-T-I, A-K Hussein, A-K-H-O-O-S-E-N dot net, or Sahaba, M-A-R-K-A-Z-S-A-H-A-B-A dot com. So inshallah that you should find it there as well. But nevertheless, just send me a WhatsApp message, 071-888-1184, and we will forward it to you inshallah. Hmm. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, that... Uh, uh, Islamically, 
can I let my wife go out to work because life is not so cheap? Anonymous brother, Ustad. Remember, it's not permissible. Take the logistics that we are speaking about. Number one, she will have to go out. Then she can't go out without putting makeup, perfume, all those things. And the Quran Sharif teaches us, Surah 33, verse 33, وَقَرْنَ فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ You, the women, you must take glue to your homes. وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَةِ الْأُولَى You can't go outside and expose your beauty as the women who do in the first period of ignorance. Now we're living in the second period of ignorance. You can see the nudity, the immorality. Countries are passing laws that you can have incest. And now Spain is then discussing that to have bestiality, sleep with the dog and all that. So imagine this human being, the masterpiece of Allah's creation, how he or she has debased and degraded themselves. Second issue is, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا خَرَجَتِ الْمَرْأَ When a lady leaves the home, وَهِيَ مُتَعَطِّرَ And she applies perfume, makeup and so forth. فَمَرَّتْ بِمَجْلِسِ كَذَا وَكَذَا And then she passes the man, she interacts with the man, فَهِيَ زَانِيَ She is like an adulteress. These are the words of Nabi alayhi salam, authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. Then many a time you will be working here and there, then you'll be missing your Zohar Salat or you'll be missing your Asr Salat and so forth. So how can that ever be justified? Then you will have to interact with so many men and so forth. So all this interacting with strange things, men, since when all that is justified. And lastly, remember that all the expenses of the wife, of the children are the responsibility of the husband and the father. Islam never made the mother and the wife and the lady the breadwinner. Remember that from the time of birth right till the time of marriage, the responsibility onus is on the father. And from the time of marriage till death, the owner's responsibility is on the husband. So from the womb to the tomb, from the cradle to the grave, the woman is taken care of in a proper Islamic society. So we need to become true Muslims, not go and change the law of Islam to suit our woman's fancies and desires. <clears throat> Somebody says, Ustad, a girl ran away with a boy two months ago. His father performed Venika and then told them to leave the city for a few days. They spent two nights alone together in the hotel and were physically intimate with each other at the time. After two days, Muftisab, they came back and they decided they did not want to be together. The boy divorced the girl last night. Does she have to sit in either anonymous? Ustad, please help. First and foremost, you must remember both sides' parents should ask themselves this question. We're speaking of Muslims. That how come you must remember your daughter, you gave her so much freedom that she could just run away with somebody? You, the boy's family, should ask, you must remember, that how come you gave your son so much freedom, so much money, he can just take somebody's daughter and run away and so forth. Then the father said, Is it Nusualche? 
is that the Suwal means let us look at our reputation, let us look at our so-called honor and so forth. So he got them married, right? So thereafter, you must remember, they spent two nights in the hotel and they did everything, husband, wife, do others, you must remember. And then they saw that now both of them are khabis, both of them are impure, both of them are immoral. And that's the Quranic terminology, Surah 24, Surah Nur, chapter 24, verse 26. When you run away with somebody's daughter, you run away with somebody's son, so we can't call you pure. The only terminology we will use is khabis. Al-khabisatu lil-khabisin wal-khabisuna lil-khabisat. So both the khabis and the khabisa, they realize that no, now we, we scored the wrong goal, you know. We chose the wrong number and then things they fought, argued, and then he, the husband, divorced her. Is it that compulsory? A hundred percent compulsory. You must remember you did everything. You were physical and you fulfilled conjugal rights, everything of one another. So you, my sister, it that is compulsory upon you from the time the divorce talaq was given verbally or in writing. So three menses is compulsory upon you. If you were in menses, so that menses is not counted, the talaq is counted. And remember, that is the Hanafi Hanbali school. And remember, according to the Shafi's Hanbali's, that is compulsory, but it will be three periods of cleanliness, not three periods of menses. So that is how you should understand things. But all the school scholars, all the jurors say that it that is compulsory upon you, and that should be a learning lesson for you. You're no more a virgin, nor you, nor that man there, nor that woman there. So remember, both of you, the doors of Toba are open. Now immediately make Toba. Don't wait for 15 Shaban and Ramadan. And Allah Allah is always forgiving. Never become disillusioned, disappointed in the mercy of Almighty Allah. Inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'ah. Verily Almighty Allah is of forgiving and will prepare to forgive. But don't get involved again in haram activities. Then Allah will forgive you. Chapter 39 verse 53. So do I listen to my parents or my wife? with regards to to do buying groceries in my new home start remember that you must know what is the hukuk the hadith is mentioned in mustadrak hakim habibuna rasulullah mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam said inna a'dhama an-nasi haqqan ala rajul the person who has the greatest rights over the male even after his marriage ummuhu is his biological mother and the person who has the greatest amount of rights over the lady is her husband so this is authentic hadith in Mustadrak Hakim so when you are living separately husband wife so obviously you listen to your wife she knows what she's going to need she's going to cook for you she's going to live with you and so forth so common sense is no more so common you know so there you don't have to discuss with your mother and so forth and so on she's leading her life you and your wife leading your life so you also must use your brains little bit brother <laughs> subhanallah subhanallah somebody says here but mufti sab i'm really shocked i'm going for cupping and my husband's friend who's a male he's doing it for me but my husband will be right there next to me so i don't see anything wrong 
Ustad. Yes, when shaitan gets hold of you, then you don't see anything wrong. Quran Sharif says, Istahwada alaymu shaitan. When shaitan gains the ascendancy on a person and an organization on a people, فَأَنْسَاهُمْ ذِكْرَ اللَّهِ Then the shaitan, he makes them forget all Matya Allah Jalla Wala أُولَٰئِكَ حِزْبُ shaitan. Then those people, they belong to the satanic party, they belong to shaitan's party, and those are the people, remember, once you join the party of shaitan, Allah inna حِزْبَ الشَّيْطَانِ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ Behold, the verily the party of Satan, Lucifer, Shaitan, they are the failures and the losers, and they will be severely punished, yes, if Allah forgives them, and now if they die with Iman and Islam, that is his prerogative. Chapter 58, Surah Mujadala, verse number 19. So absolutely haram it is, you must remember, for cupping, cupping is very good, Mur ummataka bil hijama when Mustafa Rasulullah went for the miraculous nocturnal journey of Mi'raj so every sky the master passed the angels would say command your ummah to do cupping go open Mishkat Sharif Mustafa Ahmad various compilations so in Islam for cupping and so forth the male must go to the male the female must go to the female and you can't say that nowadays there aren't females there are so many females who are doing cupping and so forth and this is not matter of life and death or something so therefore your reasoning and your husband's reasoning is haram and not permissible you must remember that that your husband will be there and he's going to open Allah knows where and where touch you here and there to be that you must remember people who lost their shame and modesty they do these type of things here so remember the men must go to the man and women must go to the woman yes if it is some emergency operation is matter of life and death and so forth so that is a different issue the law in Islamic jurisprudence is if it is matter of life and need and necessity then the things that are not normally permissible they become permissible meaning they will not be a sin but that does not apply here this is not some matter of life and death and so forth so you are just looking for loopholes and it's haram and not permissible mm. somebody says here from Cape Town Ustad so can two people who have been suckled by the same mother get married from Cape Town our Sheikh quoted a hadith and says it is permissible Ustad the Sheikh must read this kalima again you mm-hmm. must tell him mm-hmm. tell him I said he must read this kalima again you must remember that either he went to Egypt and he was driving taxi or something and he came back and told people that he's a Sheikh and so forth so you must remember that once a lady mm-hmm. breastfeeds one boy one girl and they are of different families and so forth maybe not not even the same time at different time so you become you must remember that is your brother and sister foster brother foster sister why must he read the kalima again he's rejecting the quranic verse mm. he's rejecting the quranic verse does he know what he's doing quran sharif states surah 4 surah nisa verse number 23 Hurrimat alaykum ummahatukum wa banatukum all Allah mentions 14 ladies who I can marry no male can marry 
Your foster mother who breastfed you. My mother breastfed me, so she is my biological mother. Another lady breastfed me. And I'm sure in my life other women breastfed me. You understood? So you must remember, we don't know their name. That's a separate issue. But you must remember because we used to go, yeah, there, all that. These women just take out and they give you milk, you must remember. So they must remember, so the woman who breastfed you, she becomes your foster mother. You can't marry her. Then after that, and your foster sister who was breastfed also. Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam was breastfed by who? Sayyida Halima Saadiya radiallahu anha. And prior to that, Sayyida Halima Saadiya radiallahu anha, she breastfed Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu an. So you must remember, he, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the nephew. Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu anhu is the kaka, the chacha, the am, the paternal uncle, pasabrur. So Abdullah and Hamza, Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu anhu, are brothers. So it is uncle and nephew relationship. But with that, they are foster brothers also. So take the same example and change it. A lady breastfed a male. Right, a boy, when he was six months, three months, and thereafter or before that she breastfed a girl. And when she was then two months, three months, six months, now that sheikh, if you want to call him a sheikh, so remember he's telling you to get married to a foster brother, foster sister is permissible. Quran is telling you it's haram, absolutely haram, surah 4 verse 23, and sheikh says halal. So therefore I say tell sheikh, and if it's a sheikh, but according to me he's not a sheikh, he's a taxi driver. So you must remember that a lot of people went to Egypt and here and there. They just drove taxi and came back, they learned some Arabic, and the people People say, wah, wah, what a big sheikh. He brought Arabi. He brought mm. Arabic, you know. So remember, then he became a sheikh and so forth and so on. So people like that, to pass fatwa like that, they must read the kalima again. Their nikah is broken. And remember, never ever can a foster brother, foster sister get married. All my Allah has mentioned this clearly. In the noble Quran. Chapter 4, Surah 4, verse 23. My brother, my sister, you don't understand chapter and verse, then go look at the last, last verse of the fourth supara, the fourth Jews, and you will find it there. It starts with Hurrimat Alaikum. So therefore, a person who passes a fatwa like this, and he says it's halal, 100% kafir, murtad out of the fall of Islam. Hmm. Ya Allah, ya Allah. Therefore, fatwa is not small thing. Fatwa is very big thing. You must be very careful how you pass fatwa and what you have. Just make everything jais and all that and halal. Shaykhul Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, he had a celebrated student, Hafiz ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah rahimahullah, he wrote a book, A'alamul Wa'aqeen, A'alamul Muwaqeen, Ar-Rabbil Alameen, O Mufti, O Sheikh, O Imam, when you are passing a fatwa verbally, you are passing a fatwa in writing, then it means you are telling the people to see the fatwa of all Allah. 
You are telling the people this is the wahi revelation which Allah Ta'ala spoke about and sent to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now I'm reading the verse for you. And the hadith, open famous hadith, Mishkat Mustad Ahmad, Yuharrimu min ar-radaa ma yuharrimu min al-nasab. So whatever you must remember, the nasab makes haram, the lineage makes haram, the, the radaa makes haram. So the breastfeeding makes haram. So therefore, it's, I'm astonished, I'm really surprised and amazed people can pass such, such nonsensical fatwas, remember that. Hmm. I see Ba says uh, from Nigel, Mufti Sab, you are right, he's a taxi driver, Ustad. Hmm. Hmm. Carry on. <laughs> See, brother, is laughing, Ustad. Somebody says, Ustad, uh, uh, understand the question, Ustad. I'm also lost. Girl being forced to get married against her will. I will take the parents to court, and your alims are rubbish. How can they perform the nikah? We were told Mufti Aki said nikah is valid and is nothing wrong. See you all in court, Ustad. Everybody just will use Mufti AK for their own agenda and so forth. So now you sent me the question after you took my name. So no problem. So this is what Islam says. When a lady is akila and baliga, she is sane and she's mature, then no one has the right to go and impose upon her wilayatul ijbar, that you must marry that male, you must marry that... I'm your father, I'm your grandfather, your paternal grandfather, your opa, your pasapa, and nobody got right to do that, first thing. Second one, you must go open Sunan Nasai. So in Sunan Nasai, wonderful, this hadith is mentioned. So there was a father, and he imposed upon his daughter, she must marry X, Y, Z. The word in the Hadith is, وَهِيَ And she disliked it and hated it. She didn't want to marry that person. So she went to the master, Habibuna wasallam, and said, Ya Rasulullah I don't want to marry this person, but my father is forcing me and he's making a nikah and so forth. So Nabi salam said, that type of nikah is not valid. That type of nikah is not valid because you are not happy, you are akila, you are baliga, you are sane, you are mature and so forth. Who we speaking of, my sister in Cape Town? We speaking of Sahaba, Sahabiyat. She came back and she told the women, See, I wanted to show you what are your rights. In Islam, even your father cannot impose upon you that you must get married to this one and this one. He can suggest, he can say, I'll be happy. And oh, that's a different issue. But to impose and coerce her to get married, you must not permissible in Islam. Then the Sahabiya said, now I showed you ladies what are the hukuk on Nisa and what are the rights of the ladies. Now never mind to take the dua of my father, I will get married to that person there. See, one side she showed the Muslim ummah and the women what their rights are. Hmm. Second, she still took her father and parents dua and then she got married to that person and so forth. Go open Sunan Nasai, you will find it there. So what in your case, there's no 
need to go to court. There's no need to take my name and ex this one's name and all that. You must, and anybody told you, I said so, subhanaka hadha buhtanun azim. What a big, big accusation and lie and fabrication it is. But people will just say, AK said like that, AK said like that. They want to score mileage, you know, and so forth. So good you ask the question, so you don't have to go court, you don't have to go and take your father, mother, and all. You must tell them in Islam that nikah is null and void because you are saying you are mature and no one has the right to impose and coerce upon you that you must get married to so and so and so. Mm. So that is what Islam teaches us. But you, my sister, you must not sever ties with your parents. Go there, kiss their hands, ask them for forgiveness and say, I will get married with your blessings, but I also must be happy and I will continue reading Surah 25 verse 74 Today is Wednesday Imam Bukhari, Imam Muhammad bin Ismail is his name Amirul Mu'minin fil Hadith is his laqab and title He wrote several books One book on Hadith he wrote Al-Adabul Mufrad and in Al-Adabul Mufrad it is mentioned it is the battle of Khandaq, the trench. One side are the kuffar, they have everything in their favor. Other side are the Muslims. Salman Farsi, radiallahu and the Persian said, Ya Rasulullah, sallallahu sallam, let us dig a trench so they can't come our side. So the Mustafa, Rasulullah, sallallahu sallam, was digging the trench. Sahaba were digging, all that happened. Then you must remember this, that it was Wednesday afternoon. He Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sent a hurricane, a strong wind, and the food, and the tents, and whatever, of Abu Sufyan and them. He was not Muslim that time. Everything got uh, capsized and turned over, and then they took flight and ran away. Jabir radiallahu ta'ala and who states, whenever I face difficulty, I used to wait for Wednesday afternoon and I used to make dua and beg and petition Almighty Allah and always Almighty Allah accepted my dua. And you Salafi characters, Sheikh Albani rahimahullah, this hadith and all this that I mentioned, he said hadith un sahih. He said it's a good hadith, hadith is hasan, hadith is sahih, words like that I use. So Sheikh Albani also authenticated it so you must practice on that mm-hmm. so you are my daughter my sister go to your father mother's place and say today is Wednesday afternoon come we all make dua and we come to a consensus that you will get married to somebody where you are happy they are happy Allah Ta'ala's mercy comes so that is what you must do not go and impose upon your daughter and so forth that is not our Islamic teaching. I see the listener says, okay Mufti, uh, okay Maaf Mufti then, then can we come to you and just give us a letter to fight them in court to start? I'm telling you there's no need to go to court. I told you the whole story and still you're speaking of court. Now what can Ahmed, you my sister, you must remember. For what you want to do? You will love that that you must remember your father, your mother are in court. A big short lawyer will come, a procurator, and he will question them. Then mm-hmm. the whole thing will come in the Cape Town newspaper and all that. Might go on TV. You like all that? To disgrace your parents? What's wrong with you? So remember that you today 
day this program of ours when in the afternoon or now also send me say you want today's bliss of marriage zero seven one triple eight one one eight four we will send it to you and thereafter you let your parents and everybody listen to it and understand fat already khuta eight from your cop off we must go to court and court is one lawyer there he's giving you this we are mm. he wants to make money out of you don't you understand this so you must remember story time so one day one guy graduated from law school so after a few months the father said let me have a big bash a big party like you see so then he called the family everything so when the guests they went away so he called his son so he said son i was looking at your performance during the night you know you're a hopeless lawyer you're a hopeless procurer procurer is african mm-hmm. so you're a hopeless procurer and lawyer and advocate and attorney whatever he was so he told his father father how you know that you never saw me in court he said i don't have to see you in court i saw you the whole night you understand when you are meeting people thereafter you putting your hands in your own pocket putting your hands in your own pocket <laughs> if you're a sharpshoot lawyer then you will put your hands in other people's pocket not in your own pocket you understood <laughs> so that's what is making you my sister is making you valigila valigila is making you fast asleep so you must spend money on that fat al dir shaitaniyat eight for your cup off all that shaitan yet out you can't take your parents mm. to court it's haram for you to do that she say jis rakh ek zyamar mufti sab yeah and say allah now go there today and go ask them for forgiveness and your all three of you you my sister your opa your father your oma and your all sat and make dua inshallah allah's mercy will come then you will get mashallah <laughs> one handsome good pious husband he'll you then after that you give him cook sister <laughs> well it's 23 minutes to 12 one more question ustad can my wife receive zakat she does not own anything ustad how can she receive zakat when you are there you are responsible for her so all her expenses her food her shelter her clothing the owner's responsibility is on you so you must be the one to feed her look after her pay everything all not you go and tell her that no i am not going to pay and you go here and there and collect zakat is haram that my brother today people are abusing zakat like you can't believe you must remember that hmm. well uh, let's go for an uh, uh, edward ustad when we come back inshallah we will continue with the bliss of marriage stay tuned Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jamaah. Transcend the realms of body and soul with Roha Oud, the Oud of the connoisseurs. It is reported in Bukhari that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam loved perfume and would never refuse a gift of perfume. So why should you visit our new online store and browse our boutique Oud products hand selected from the best blends sourced from the resin of the unique agarwood tree? Choose your signature scent from 36 varieties from all over the world or indulge in our collector's box especially created for the serious investor. We also offer pure essential oils and utters and oud for your home bring the scent of makkah and medina into your life visit rohaoud at r o h a o u d dot com rohaoud oud for the connoisseur 
quarantine or not, Deliver has your back. Get what you need by the click of a button. With the Deliver on-demand delivery service app, you can send and receive packages where they need to be. We pride ourselves in fast, safe and reliable deliveries. How does it work? Simple. Step 1. Choose delivery options. Step 2. Choose location and delivery vehicle. Step 3. Enter delivery details. Step 4. Secure payment. Step 5. There is no step 5 because it's that easy. You can also track your parcel while it's getting delivered to your desired location. Deliver also offers both a food delivery and point-to-point ride service to further cater for all your transportation needs. Delivery companies, you can also register and manage your fleet and drivers. Download the app on Google Play or the App Store. For more information, visit our website at www.deliver.co.za That's D-E-L-Y-V-R dot C-O.za Or come visit us at 641 Peter Mokaba Road, Essenwood, Berea. Deliver, D-E-L-Y-V-R. Try us today. Enjoy an extraordinary shopping experience at our brand new, bigger, brighter and better store, Al Shazia, the Scarf Specialist. For the ultimate collection of the finest and biggest selection of scarves, abayas, kurtas, kiddieswear and accessories, premium brands in Islamic fashion, Sharkiya, Bedoun Essen, Hanayan, Rathob, Sharki for men and Asil. Now introducing Turkish modest wear for ladies and girls. Keep up with us on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram. Shop online www.alshazia.co.za. Al Shazia exclusive store at 130 Brickfield Road, Overport, Durban. We open on Sundays. Al Shazia, the Scar Specialist. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah Wal Jamaa. 22 minutes uh, to 12. It's a beautiful, mashallah, um, Wednesday morning. I see a listener says, Mazda performer of Husserl faced the Qibla during such process. Honorable Ustad. Remember, here is a three-part question. Number one is, if you're taking Gusser yourself, then now you had husband-wife relationship, or your menses got finished, or you woke up and there's a wet dream, then for you to take Gusser is compulsory and mandatory. Then for a person that when he's bathing, a compulsory, or taking a shower, or whatever, then you face the Qibla is haram death. It's not permissible your private are facing the Qibla all that Quran Sharif says Surah 22 verse 32 whosoever shows respect to the symbols landmarks of Allah that's a sign of the piety of the heart of that person so you're going against that ayat there the hadith in Sahih Ibn Khuzayma the hadith in Sahih Ibn Khuzayma Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said authentic hadith man tafala tujah al-qibla whosoever spits in the direction of the qibla jaa yawm al-qiyamah tomorrow on the day of justice you will come wa tafluhu bayna aynayh and that saliva spit will be there on your forehead to disgrace you so now when we nude naked in our birthday suit and now you're facing qibla for that male female not permissible that one number two is when we give gusal to the deceased now you're giving gusal, so then also you don't, therefore we cover the disease, and then with the cloth and so forth, and we give gusal, so you don't let his, the deceased person's private, all that face the Qibla, not permissible. Similarly, your children, they're small now, two, three years old, four years old, so now you let giving them a bath as a mother, and so forth, so then also you don't let them face the, pri- the privates, and that you must remember towards the Qibla, so we must show love, 
love and respect and reverence through the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafa. Allah Jalla Wala states, Inna Swafa wal Marwata min Shahaidillah, the hills and the mounts of Safa and Marwa, where you make Sa'i. So that are the landmarks and symbols of Allah. If that is part of a symbol of Allah, then what do you think of the Kaaba itself, Kaaba Musharrafa? Much more, you must remember it is part of the landmark symbol of Allah. Therefore, Abu Ayyub Ansari radiallahu's hadith, La tastaqbiluha wa la tastadbiruha. When you go to relieve yourself, urinating, defecating also, it's not permissible that we let our privates and then face the Qibla. So all this we must take cognizance of and not take this, these issues lightly. So Ustad, uh, if an ex-husband tells you to stand behind the door, and he wants to talk about the kids and have arguments. Can he bang the door on her head and hurt her? Can she charge him? Or keep quiet? It's an alim. Who's that? So you must remember that for what must you have these discussions and all these kind of things when you'll know from before your divorce took place and now there are problems and so forth and so on. Keep a third party as an intermediary and then he or she can sort it out and so forth. But all that is water under the bridge. The way the question is posed. So you must remember is this, that now you the lady, the mother of the children, let's call one the mother and one the father. You were behind the door and the other side was the father and now the issue discussion was about the children meaning that the weekends where they will be, the holidays June, July where they will be or Easter holiday, whatever it is. I'm just giving examples obviously. And then that ensued. There was an argument between them. Ex-wife, ex-husband, the father, mother. So then he smashed the door and he did so in anger and it was done deliberately then you got all the right to sue him and charge him for assault and you got all the, 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 the it's permissible opportunity that he must pay for all the medical expenses and so forth and so on. All that will be justified. He can't say that this was, you must remember, done inadvertently, unintentionally and so forth. But you don't have to go to the court and all these things here. Just tell him that those are the expenses and so forth and so on. If you don't pay, then I'm going to the police, I'm going to the lawyers and so forth and so on. Hmm. Somebody says, what do you say about matchmaking services? These days it's not so easy to find spouses who start. It's very easy to get spouses if you have taqwa and piety. Then if you're looking for a pure and chaste lady, then you yourself have to be pure and chaste. Quran Sharif mentions Sunnatullah, the system of Almighty Allah. That the pure husband for the pure lady and wife, or wife-to-be, and vice versa. If I announce now that so and so person, I know him and he's qualifying now this week is the Jalsa in Darun Zakaria because I go there tonight also I'll be there inshallah so I know what's happening a little bit there so I tell you that this is a good boy and his Hafiz his Molana, his Alim this day we'll get 20-30 proposals remember this type of things people are looking for such people and so forth 
But when we want to lead a free, carefree lifestyle, today we want to park with this lady, tomorrow that lady, and so forth and so on, then you yourself became khabith, then you lost your virginity, and you destroyed other ladies, you deflowered them, and so forth. So you won't like that which is tayyib, you won't like, you will say she's too homely, she's too conservative, you want progressive lady, and so forth and so on. So Quran has mentioned this, al-khabithatul al-khabithin, the impure for the impure, and the pure and the pious for the pious, that is the law of all Allah, Jalla wala, and that is what will happen in most cases. So that is one issue. Second issue is this, we did against all this matchmaking bureaus and the center and the center. They give all the details of that husband or that husband to be a boy or the girl and so forth. And then the boy and girl start chatting and all this thing. So Quran says, Wala taqrabu zina. Do not go near fornication and adultery. Innahu kana fahisha. It is something obscene, indecent. I saw my wife. I just saw her. I didn't speak to her one word. And I went with my sister, my masi, my kala. And when we reached home, I told them, tell her we're getting married this day and so forth. So you must remember that if we want to do things properly, then Allah will make it easy. Surah 65, Surah Talaq, verses 2 and 3, That whosoever fears Allah, Allah makes a way out for them. Allah will give you risk from such avenues you never ever expected. Risk don't mean only money. Risk means everything that is permissible and good. So you must remember these type of things here. We complicated all the issues. Now we got specifications. We want to buy a cell phone. We want to buy a car. We want to buy, now we want to get married. She must be five feet eight tall. She must have blue eyes. She must have brown hair. She must be fair in complexion. Look at yourself in the mirror and yeah. see that what your specifications are. You understood? Now, then they start talking and thus and thus and all. Since when all that is jayis in Islam? So remember all that is haram and what leads to haram is haram. Do not cooperate in sin and transgression. Surah 5, verse number 2. So Ustad, I am, <clears throat> I am in a heavy debt and my father has zakat money. Can he give me this money to pay my debts? Allah oh, is totally, totally haram. Zakat cannot be given to children and grandchildren. Zakat cannot be given to parents, grandparents. So what you suggesting, totally haram. The question is not the zakat, my brother. The question is you. Your name is what? Abdullah. Whatever your name, right? We, we all Abdullah, slaves of Allah. Why are you in such debts? If I come to your house now, I come to your shop now. What will I find? I'll find vehicles. I will find cell phones. I will find TV in almost every room. I will find internet. I will find subscription for Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood. I will find 101 haram things. You want to lead a life of luxury. You want to show off with the Jones. That I'm wearing Tom Jones shoes. You don't understand. And Dick Jones hat. And I don't know what then, what then all. I want this kind so far and though. 
So you want to love it up, now you go into debt. Then you still got the audacity to say, no, my father will pay and give me zakat. Your father will be a sinner and remember his zakat is not paid and for you to take the zakat is haram, you must go to the root cause. Not like the politicians, there's an age pandemic, give everybody one one condom. So that's exactly what you're doing. So you must say, how come I'm in so much debts? So you must learn to forget that high lifestyle and showing off and all these type of things and come down to the ground and go to your creditors and tell them that I'll pay you, but give me some time. All that big, big cars you got, German cars, all the big, big TVs, all the big, big gadgets you got, you sell everything and you start paying your creditors. So that is what Islam will tell you. Not just loopholes and take zakat and give to your son and all. Totally haram all that. And according to all four schools, the zakat is not valid and not the judge. Somebody says you will start Kimberly. He says, Mufti Sap, reciting Ayamul Bayz. It says he allowed it. But problems are worsening in our marriage. Now he's gone even worse. He's jolling and jolling and jolling. Kasi Muftisab. Exuk 8. Muskat. So many people don't understand what the question is going on. One day, a person came to Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, and he said, Bilam or Bilamin. That is, it was one lamb or two lambs. And then Imam Abu Hanifa said, you understand, there were two lambs and so forth. So the people wondering, what is the question? What is the answer? We do all zigzag, we don't know. <laughs> so the person then asked Imam Abu Hanifa, what that person is asking? So he, Imam Abu Hanifa, said that person meant when we read the Shahud, at tahiyat But I read it like this, at tahiyat lillahi wa tayyibat wa salawat, like that. So two vows, wa tayyibat wa salawat, like that. So, kama fil Qur'an, like it is in Qur'an, la sharqiyatu wa la gharbiyah. You see? So when he said Lam or Lamein, so meaning Mazarit at-Tahiyyatu lillahi tayyibati salawat. The Shafi is read it like that, there's no wow. And Hanafis and say at-Tahiyyatu lillahi was salawat wa tayyibat, like that they read. So you must remember how there's two wows and how there's two Lams in the Quran. La sharqiyatu wa la Then the people, they say, oh, now we understood the question. Now an answer, now we understood the question. So yeah, this person here, she asked, you must remember that Ayyamul Bees. Ayyamul Bees means the 13, 14, 15 of the Islamic lunar months. So that is what they meant. And then they said Kasi. Kasi is your Malay language for Tramakasi, for thanks, you understand? But they don't say the whole word. They just make like, we don't say thank you. You just say thanks, shortcut. <laughs> so instead of saying Tramakasi is long, they just make Kasi. You see, letters and all this type of thing. So you've got us to question now. So when is Ayyamul Bees? Ayyamul Bees is the night of the moon shining in its beauty and glory, the 14th night. So that is Laylatul Badr, 14th night. So those days, 13, 14, 15, just now in the starting of the program, I announced it. I said, brother, sister, listeners of Sirius FM, remember that you want to fast the Sunnah fast, then you fast this coming today is Wednesday so next week Monday Tuesday Wednesday that are the Sunnah days that are 
yamul bees, bees bayad watch, because the moon is shining in its glory and beauty on the night of the 13th, night of the 14th, night of the 15th, and the 14th night it reaches its pinnacle, and that's why full moon, proper full circle you will see, and that is Kudrat Kakarishma, the manifestation of the power, and or you must remember, authority, majesty of Almighty Allah, in our Islamic terminology, we call it Laylatul Badr. So now she says, we're fasting, we're doing this, we're doing that, but he's jolling, meaning he's still busy with other women, and this one, and this one. So you, my sister, you in Kimberley, then my students are there, so many of them, that you go to Maulana Hanif Obari, you go there to Maulana Ahmad Kader, you go there to Maulana, the two brothers are there, Maulana Adam Feldman, Maulana Yusuf Feldman, like that, so many ulama are there, you must remember, these are all my students also. And you go and tell them that, see, that your ustad said, I must come by you. Then they must call your husband and summon him, and both of you must be there, because the men, they will always look for excuses. They will say, no, this, I went to this lady, I had some business work, I went to that lady there, she owes me money, and you know, they make all stories and so forth. Deep down, human beings know they're guilty, but they will outwardly still give excuses and so forth. So that's the best thing for you to do, sister. And if still you can't reconcile and so forth and so on, then my advice will be that try and reconcile with conditions. You married five years, ten years, fifteen years, you've got children, so you need to think of all that. Reconciliation is the best. That doesn't work out, then go to your ulama, who I told you now, and tell them you are coming here to apply for a fasakh. Fasakh is annulment of marriage. So that are your options that are best to open for you, sister, in the holy city of Kimberley. Holy, H-O-L-E, got the big diamond hole there. <laughs> so, Ustad, <laughs> ladies are preparing savories just to share it with Eskom and pick it up. Will they not all be sinful, Ustad? So you must remember that today ESCOM, they say, is 100 years old. Today, today they say ESCOM is 100 years old. So the first 50, 70 years, they were going okay. But the last 30 years then is going down, down, down. And now they are in Sakarat. You must remember that almost on the verge of death and so forth. Now plus the head of ESCOM is a Muslim also. You know that. So you must remember Allah make easy for you. Allah knows alone whether he's going to rescue it or what Allah alone knows. So I don't know what is your intention to give. You must remember ESCOM or the pick it up and all of that. You must remember some savories. If you feel, I'm looking at the different scenarios. If you are my sister, you feel this hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi. Pay attention, very important for us. Su'ila Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ayyu sawmi afdal ba'da shahri Ramadan Which fast is the best? Ya Rasulullah or Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam After the month of Ramadan That is mandatory compulsory So he Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Sawmu sha'ban lita'zimi Ramadan The fast of sha'ban this month here Today is the 8th So if you're in Makkah, Madinah is the 9th Be that as it may So this month 
is the best month to fast in the 11 months to honor the month of Ramadan, right? Then the people asked, Which charity is the best? O Messenger, peace be upon you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So ye habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, fi Ramadan. So now you're making samosas, bajjas, cook sisters, and what and what and what have you. And you say, we want to give ESCOM workers, we want to give the Pikita workers, we want to put a smile on some poor people and so forth. So that's very good. We've got no objection on that. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. He Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Remember his generosity was so magnanimous, so great during the month of Ramadan. More it was than a gusting wind and a hurricane. Therefore in Arabic the Arab alim said, Ma qala la illa fi kalimati la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. That sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the master al-Islam would not refuse a person during Ramadan. The only time he said la 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 was la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. That's just an explanation obviously. So the point I'm making, if that is your intention, that is good. If your intention is bribery, corruption, that you, the ESCOM workers, must come and you must tune up my meter. My meter must run slow. It mustn't run fast and normal. Now that is bribery, then la'anallahu rashi wal murtashi wal raish. Authentic hadith in Bayaki. Allah's curse is on the one who gave bribery, who received the bribery, and the one who said, don't worry. I'll sort it out. I got the context. So then it's haram, obviously. Similarly, we pick it up. You want, they must come there by your house and they must clean here, clean there, and you want to bribe them. So then that is haram. But if you're giving it out as a charity because of Ramadan and so forth, so then it's good and permissible. So we should know what is the real motive and the real reason. Okay, that brings us to the end of our program. And then 12 o'clock will be the news, inshallah, with Brother Suleiman Esop. And thereafter, a wonderful lecture by Moana Harun Abbas Sumar, the Imam of Ispingo Beach for 43 years, approximately passed away. Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la. So friendship, what is friendship? So wonderful topic, we must learn that. Thereafter, well, 1 o'clock will be Adhan, Zohar Azan, 105 to 130, Surah in Shira, Surah Alam Nashra, verses 5 and 6 today, inshallah. Then 132, we're starting a new Surah, Surah Nuh, chapter number 71, verses 1 to 20. So that is, remember, Surah Nuh, 132 to 2. Then 2 to 3, two to three will be, Brother Yusuf Ali, what current affairs? 3 to 4 of 20 to 4 will be that uh, repeat of this morning's Q&A and then a wonderful dua by Sheikh Saad al-Ghamidi. Sheikh Saad al-Ghamidi, you must remember, was a great person there and Kirkari and so forth. Thereafter, fall of dogs. So four to five will be Mufti Ahmad Khanpuri, Be Sahara ki Madad Karna. People who are really in need, we should be assisting them, helping them, Muslim or non-Muslim. 
4 to 5, 5 to 7 will be Mu'a Khalid Yaqub, 7 to 7.30 the repeat of my tafsir of Surah Al-Nashra, 7.30 to 8 will be Mu'a Dawood Siddhat regarding Sayyidah Umar radiallahu and 10, 9 to 10, that will be 8, then 8 to 9 will be medical file, Dr. Muhammad Dokrat with Shafat Ahmad Khan, and then 9 to 9.30, Brother Shafat with Sheikh Shuaib Maida, 9.30 to 10, Mu'a Salim Karim. So wonderful lineup, make dua for us and the Ummah at large. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Hafizahullah. Up next, the 12 o'clock news with Haji Suleiman Esob.